1: I hate to be the one to stick my nose where it doesn't belong, but if your name's Marissa, I just walked by your friends, and I need to tell you that the weekend you're away is not the only time that they could do their birthday party.
0: Hi, I'm Madison Malone Kircher.
1: And I'm Daniel Schrader, and you're listening to ICYMI.
0: In case you missed it,
1: Slate's podcast about internet culture.
0: You're thinking that doesn't sound like Rachel. You're correct. Uh, we have our lovely producer Daniel back with us today, as Rachel is on vacation.
1: R.I.P. Rachel. So happy to be here.
0: Hey. <laughs> I'm excited to be back on the show. Well, first up today, we simply have to talk about Billie Eilish accused of queer baiting on Instagram.
1: Oh, brother. So queer baiting, if you don't know what it is, is when a uh, straight person straight celebrity basically engages in like queer theater to garner fans garner attention so it's like
0: it's like thirst trapping except gayer Billie eilish teenage musical icon who i'm pretty sure controls the weather uh posted a photo of herself with a bunch of other women over the weekend and the caption was just i love girls
1: wow What a non-ambiguous statement of her clear-cut romantic adoration of the same sex.
0: I just... While Nick Jonas walks this earth, (sighs) that is not queer baiting.
1: Don't even get me started on Nick Jonas. I can't. I can't.
0: (laughs) Um, I won't get you started on Nick Jonas, but in case you're not familiar with his uh, his work, do you want to describe his Scream Queens character?
1: Oh, yes. His Scream Queens character was a gay bro who was in love with his frat brother but then it turns out like much later in the season twist he's not actually gay and he was pretending to be gay and it was a whole thing and just really frustrating and disappointing but like unsurprisingly very Ryan Murphy so
0: queer baiting for Nick Jonas of course follows him off screen too like he's done a bunch of interviews where he's sort of danced around like like a classic <laughs> straight
1: person. He knows how to wink at the camera.
0: Yes. Which is to say, I just... I don't see it with Billie Eilish posting, I love girls.
1: No, I don't either. I think that this is a classic case of fandom online getting a little too overzealous with their ability to overread any single action of any celebrity ever.
0: So Billie Eilish then... She's having a weekend, Ms. Ms. Eyelash. Uh, (laughs) Then is spotted at Disneyland with a guy, potentially her boyfriend. Uh, He's 30.
1: Okay. I mean, 30 and 19, it's better than Scott Disick, who's like 45 Uh, and 19.
0: No, 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 no. That's not today's. No, 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 no. no. We're not cursing (laughs) this episode that early. Sorry, sorry. The internet being the internet. People have dug up old comments from this guy. Alleged screenshots. Alleged. For legal reasons, we must describe these as alleged screenshots as we did not see the tweets in question. Uh, Alleged screenshots of homophobic comments, racist comments, your usual bad guy history unearthed. Where do you land on this? Because for me, it's like, I don't really care who Billie Eilish dates. And uh, Billie Eilish is not queer baiting. So I've stopped being concerned about this.
1: Yeah, I have I feel much the same way. Like, I mean, as you and Rachel have repeated on, I think, every single episode, delete your tweets, just delete your tweets, delete your old posts. Everything that's old that you've written is probably bad, so just get it off the internet. You're, you'll be fine.
0: You saying delete your tweets uh, did make me think another piece of internet news this week. Chrissy Teigen is back.
1: Did she ever leave?
0: No, of course not. But she is back with a very lengthy apology letter that strikes all the right tones
1: on medium the place you go when your notes app apology is just too long
0: (laughs) Uh, in case you're not up on the why Chrissy Teigen was once again temporarily off the internet saga uh, if you head back a couple of episodes we did a, a deep dive into the gross online history of one Chrissy Teigen
1: but we're not diving back into Chrissy Teigen again so what are we talking about?
0: Today on ICymi, we are trend spotting. TikTok has become, to my mind, Craigslist misconnections for a whole new generation. In case that sentence means nothing to you, misconnections is a section of Craigslist where you can post a, let's say, vague description of somebody cute you saw riding your bus to work, and then hope that they see your post and reach out.
1: They have to be cute. That that's the rule.
0: I. <laughs> Ideally, they're cute, uh, but it is a real thing. I know at least one person who married a Chrysler's misconnection, which sounds insane when I say it. (laughs) Wow. I know. Over the last few weeks, my TikTok for you page has been full of people posting videos trying to connect with their own misconnections to varying degrees of success. Uh, And to be honest, I've been really skeptical. It's 2021 and I just refuse to believe that anything on the internet can be like purely good and wholesome and doesn't have an angle and isn't a brand activation. But the more I think about it, TikTok becoming a hub for people finding people isn't all that surprising given how we've seen this play out on older apps. This is just the newest social media platform being harnessed to remind us all that our social communities are way smaller than we think. and. That were perhaps a bit too terminally online.
1: Yeah, I can't wait till TikTok turns into like Craigslist Marketplace, so I can find like my new kitchen table thanks to a TikTok.
0: Honestly, that algorithm is so specific, and I really do need a coffee table.
1: TikTok, we know you're listening to our phones.
0: <sighs> Daniel, Rachel is <laughs> on vacation this week. Let me rest.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I just knew I had to get that in there some point while I was here today. Um, so, Madison, have I mean, you mentioned that you know some people who got married on craigslist misconnections wild weird we don't even have time to get into that but do you have any have you ever had a misconnection
0: i yes on twitter uh one time i i met a woman in line for the bathroom at a party and uh there was no line for the men's room but i'll let you guess what the women's uh bathroom line looked like so we had a, a little while to chat and i tweeted about our encounter and then she found me. Larissa, hi, if you're listening. I think about you often. I hope you're well. The feedback, though, that I got on that tweet and experience is what I also had in my head watching these people finding other people on TikTok, right? Because my mentions were full of this is fake. hundred percent. Like, I'll take things that didn't happen for 400, please, Alex. <laughs> so when I saw this story of a guy named Drew looking for a woman named Marissa on TikTok... I was immediately like, this smells bad. Some This <laughs> this cannot be.
1: I hate to be the one to stick my nose where it doesn't belong, but if your name's Marissa, please listen up. I just walked by your friends, and I need to tell you that the weekend you're away is not the only time that they could do their birthday party. They are choosing to do it the weekend you're away, and you need to know. TikTok, help me find Marissa. So in that video is a messy gay looking at a camera relaying a story that he certainly didn't want the rest of the world to know that he overheard a group of friends like in a park he's like walking through a park it seems like um and he overheard some people talking about this girl marissa and how they didn't want to invite her to their party
0: the thing on tiktok is people will often stage drama or stage comedy like There's a world where this is totally planned. And that is immediately the world where my head goes. Actually, it's just the world where I live. I see this TikTok and I don't think about it again. Like, I see it go by and I'm like, huh. And then a couple of days later, because the algorithm is so good at uh, (laughs) remembering things I cannot, uh, I get shown a TikTok from the titular Marissa. Or a woman (gasps) claiming to be Marissa.
2: Okay, so my is Marissa. Hi. I live in New York City, and I saw this video, and I'm doing it because in the last two hours, I've had over 25, 30 people send it to me. People I haven't even talked to since high school
0: send it to me. And
1: Marissa, I you're so vain, um, when you I think this TikTok's about
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Your scarf, it was apricot. Uh, long story, not that long a story. Short story, shorter. It was Marissa. The two unite They make some TikToks together. They're now pals. Marissa makes a whole Instagram account devoted to this experience called the No More Lonely Friends Club. She hosts a big meetup in Central Park. How delightful, right?
1: Yeah. It It actually is. It sounds like a great story. So happy for them. I mean, honestly, having watched some of the videos now, I get where Marissa's friends are coming from. So good for them. But Daniel. (laughs) Hey, sorry. I'm just calling it like I see it.
0: Bully people on this podcast <laughs> other than you.
1: I'm not bullying anybody, just sharing an opinion.
0: So perhaps all of this is real, but my cynical broken brain becomes convinced that it simply cannot be. And I begin to dig.
1: How deep do you dig, Madison?
0: <sighs> okay. So I start on LinkedIn. Marissa works in the entertainment industry. Uh oh. Has worked for, possibly presently works for, like an internet talent. Agency. I'm like not trying to blow up her spot here, but I'm just like, there's some things where I'm like, hmm, hmm.
1: Something's a little hinky.
0: But again, I cannot actually confirm this. I dig a little deeper. I discover that Drew and I have one mutual friend. He went to college with a friend of my little sister's who I couldn't reach out to because the same day my sister was like, my friend wants to know why you don't follow him on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't follow him on Twitter. Uh, so that that end dries up. Then I go, like, full Zaprooter, and I'm, like, taking screenshots of different videos of Marissa trying to, like, analyze the chips in her fingernail to, like, establish a timeline.
1: What? Madison, are you okay?
0: No, like, absolutely not. (laughs) Anyway, the moral of the story is I tried my damnedest, could not prove this thing fake, and am now am resigned to swallow the bitter pill that is... Perhaps sometimes the internet is just a good place. Okay, but the bitter thing about this
1: story is that it just feels so craven. Like, I am a gullible idiot. I want to believe that, like, all of these things are real and that everybody is just being 100% genuine. But as you just explained, like, Marissa made a Instagram to find other lonely friends and basically turned her entire TikTok into that and is just waiting, I guess, on, like, a friendship brand deal. Why can't these things just be, like, wholesome, sweet, fun? I just want, like, a feel-good story.
0: Well, Daniel, today I do have something you can believe in, your, your sweet little gullible heart. I talked to two women who found each other via TikTok after having a genuine misconnection moment.
1: Great, I'm grabbing the tissues.
0: <laughs> after the break, we're going to hear from Val and Casey about how TikTok brought them together and made me think maybe, just maybe, briefly, the internet might be good after all.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night.
1: Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. And we're back. Madison, I'm dying to hear about this TikTok.
0: Okay, so I see this TikTok like a week ago, and it's a woman talking to her camera about an experience she had in New York City where she was standing at a bar on a rooftop taking photos, and she had on a jacket. And this woman comes out of nowhere and says take off the jacket. It's way too hot. You look great. And then proceeds to be like her one woman hype team.
2: Yesterday in the city of New York was 90 degrees. And so I was taking photos and I had a jacket on because I am very insecure about my upper arms. I think they're big and I don't like them. And I was taking photos and this beautiful goddess of a woman comes up to me and she's like, take off your jacket. And I was like, I don't want to. And she goes, I know you're not letting an insecurity take away an amazing photo opportunity that you could have. So I'm going to show you guys what happened. And she changed my life. This woman, whoever you are, I
0: love you. Okay. I'm so excited today here on ICYMI. Uh, we have a real life TikTok misconnection on the show with us. Kay, Val, welcome. Thank you for having us. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I have become obsessed with TikTok misconnections, mostly because I'm a huge cynic and I refuse to believe that they're real. So Val, when I came across yours and I did some low-grade internet stalking, and discovered that it was this real, genuine encounter I just desperately needed to know more.
2: (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I was honestly shocked myself when it happened, too. I didn't expect it, especially because I just moved here to New York, and Mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone. And so when this really beautiful, amazing, nice person did that to me, I was extremely blown away and couldn't have been more happy with the
0: experience. Can you walk us through the day you were having, like, leading up to the moment where you two... Crossed paths?
2: Yeah, of course. So I went to the Magic Hour rooftop bar and all my life, I've been like the bigger girl usually. And so I've never really liked to show my my upper arms specifically because they're just a little bit bigger in my opinion. And so that day I was wearing a jacket. And so when I went to go take photos on the steps of the hotel, I had my jacket on and I was sweating actually really bad. And uh, Casey came up to me and she was like, girl, you need to take off that jacket. Like it's not doing you anything. And I was like, Immediately, I was like, no, no, I hate my arms. I hate my upper arms. Like, they're just going to ruin the photo. And Casey's like, no, like, your upper arms are are not going to ruin the photo. It's your insecurities that are ruining this photo right now. And so um, after that, she took off my jacket and she started to pose me. And no one has ever done that for me before. And it was the first time where I was like, wow, I, I can't believe that I'm doing this right now. And the photos, when I looked at it, I was like, I couldn't believe that was me. I was so shocked.
0: Okay, are you in the habit of just approaching random strangers to uh, style their photos? <laughs> yes and no. Um, kind,
3: well, I here's the thing. I like taking pictures. So mm-hmm. if I see an opportunity, like to get like an amazing photo, I'm gonna take it. And or if I just you know see somebody else taking a photo, or I like aesthetics. I saw the aesthetics for me it was a little bit off. I'm like, mm, the jacket can go. And then everything else will be on. And uh, I'm glad that she allowed me in her space <laughs> to, you know, approach her and, you know, say, hey, just a little advice, or if I could just intervene here. So I'll do that sometimes, but it's only because I want somebody to have the same picture that I would want.
0: Val, I know you described that day for me. Kay, can you describe what you were up to as you spied Val on that? It's, it's a rooftop bar, right? Yeah.
3: So I was there with my friend. We had, um, it's funny story. I was telling Val, I was actually supposed to be on a date and then the date got canceled, but we still had the reservation. So I invited <laughs> my friend and we were there. just hanging out after we ate, we walked over, you know, we saw we waited our turn, you know, people were there to take pictures and get that capture that ambiance. And when I saw Val in the jacket, I'm like, yeah, that's cute, but not really. <laughs> but, it was just a good time. It was hot. It was very hot, <laughs> but uh, it was
0: very unplanned. Val, when when Kay first came up to you, what was your, like, immediate reaction?
2: My immediate reaction was, like, no, I don't want to take off my jacket. Like, you're crazy. You don't understand. Because when I looked at her, I was like, she's beautiful. Like, she's skinny. She has, like, a beautiful body. And so I'm like, she doesn't understand why I'm keeping my jacket on. was kind of, like, my first instinct. Like, no, I can't take it off. But after, like, she's really, I don't know how to explain, like, she's a really good people person as a first impression. And so it's like, I immediately kind of wanted to trust her the way she talked to me and explained to me and wanted to help me. And so I took off my jacket and uh, <laughs> I don't regret it. I
0: really don't regret it. <laughs> so then the two of you part ways, did you ever think you'd hear from each other again? No.
2: honestly I I did not and when I left there I was like man I should have like asked for like her number or social media or something because it was so nice and it wasn't until I got home and I was looking through my live photos that I was like oh wait I have this on video because it's a live photo and so then I was like let me just post it on TikTok (laughs) because during this time it was the whole like find Marissa trend or something like that that video and so I was like if TikTok can find Marissa they can find this girl with like a two second clip and they did (laughs)
0: it's funny that you bring up fine marissa because that was the first like missed connection story that came across my for you page and i just refused to believe that it was real like i went full on like tinfoil hat digging through like linkedin and facebook trying to like these people must know each other it can't (laughs) be possible
3: it's real it's real
0: (laughs) (laughs) so val you post the tiktok and then what is the reaction online like for you?
2: When I posted the TikTok, I, I definitely didn't expect it to go as viral as it as it did. And so when I started getting like all of these comments and all of these just like amazing positive feedback, I was honestly blown away because for me, it took a lot for me to post it because I was admitting to myself that I had big arms and it was an insecurity that I was like, oh, I'm going to have to tell People who follow me, but at that time I didn't, wasn't like a big following, if that makes sense. So I was like, oh, I don't care. And then it turned into like, now everyone knows, I guess, about that insecurity. But I think what the best thing that came out of it was that knowing that I thought I was alone and I'm not, because there's so many other stories that I was reading through the comments and DMs. And it was honestly amazing to just hear their stories as well and like know that I'm not alone in this.
0: So, Kate, how did you find the TikTok? Did you see it on your For You page? Did someone send it to you? So actually, my little sister that
3: lives in Denver, she sent me a message. She's like, you're on TikTok. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't I don't really use my TikTok. I have like one video I posted maybe a year ago. So I had to download the app. And then she's like, just go look. I'm like, what am I looking for? So I just logged in and then I saw all these tags and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then I saw the video and i was just like, ah.
2: okay, so here she's coming, to take off my jacket, right? Look at her! Oh my God, she's beautiful! <sighs> and then she proceeds to pose me. Yeah, oh, I it. I it! And then I was so surprised, she started to hype me up and I was like, do I look good? Look at me, look at my face! I was like, is this happening right now? Do I have my jacket off? Am I
3: confident? I didn't think it was gonna go as viral as it did because it was just like you know I would have done that for you know for anybody so
0: okay I have to admit I am a little freaked out to live in a world where somebody can post a video on an app and say we're looking for a woman named Madison who vaguely was in this area of a city and they'll probably find me that's a little scary. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. It geez. is. Oh my, yes, it totally is. I it can't is. even imagine that. The power of technology is literally so scary now. I <laughs> can't believe it.
0: Kay, do you do this professionally? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just do this with friends and family. Like, you know, okay. like,
0: no. <laughs> uh, what do you do? you have a day job? So I'm a cannabis chef. Oh, um, cool. I have like my-
3: Yes, uh-huh. Yes, it's, uh, oh
2: yeah, she's giving me some of her, uh, she's giving me some of her products to try and I can say they are delicious and great.
3: Thank you. Um, my company's called the Blackster, black without the A. And so right now I actually just do infused luxury or gourmet um, condiments. So I do like toasted goll- olive oil. I do my, what I call my personalized herb banana sauce that's infused. I have my honey hitter. Wait, did you um, say herb banera. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love her names. They're so clever. <laughs> and what about you, Val?
0: What brought you to New York?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, so I actually was uh, just graduated in December of 2020 from Ooh. college. <laughs> I just got my bachelor's. And so I was looking for a job because I am applying to PA school this year. So I got a job at Columbia University at their medical center. And I'm working here in the Department of Surgery as a clinical research coordinator. But I love it. It's so fun. Very cool. Very
0: cool. Val, this has obviously been an emotional I would say experience for you. You know, you really had to open up and talk about yourself in a pretty vulnerable way on the internet. Was that a new experience for you? Is that what are your TikToks usually like? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So I when I started TikTok,
2: I tried to start like, I guess, like a trend, like kind of like, you know, big girls can dance type of thing is what I started to do. And so but when I was looking back in the videos, I realized that most of my videos were like I had hoodies on or like really kind of baggy clothes. It wasn't kind of like I felt like I wasn't really truly embracing what it was or my insecurities. And so like after this whole experience and like the whole world, I guess, knows about how I hate my arms. It's really nice because now my mom is like, so like, you want to buy like this dress now? Don't worry about your arms. It's okay. Like we can get it now or something like that. And so every, it's like super nice now and hearing people's stories as well. I'm kind of like, no girl, take it off. Like, it's okay. Like it is, I used to think the same thing too. Okay, I
0: feel like you could charge for this service, truly.
3: If so many people ask me to start doing pose classes. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are cute and it's funny, but it's more about how you feel about yourself, your confidence in. So I feel like if you just let your confidence out and you let your shoulders down, you know, you just relax, um, you'll nail the right pose.
2: She's so good in front of the camera. We went shopping the other weekend.
0: I was going to say, do you two hang out now? Yes, Yes. we do (laughs) all the time. We went shopping the
2: other weekend, and I swear the camera loves her, because I'm over there, like, recording her in, like, all these outfits, like, these cute little things, because we made a video of us going shopping. And she's like, wow, just do this, just do that. And I'm like, oh, God, it's so hard for me. But
0: you got this. A story of friendship and a happy ending on the internet. Who'd have thought? <laughs> I feel like I'm at the end of The Grinch where his like heart grows three sizes. Like my jaded, cynical internet heart is like, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> You're crying. Uh <laughs> Val Kay, thank you so much for coming on the show today.
3: Yes, thank you so much for having us. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to reach out to us, both of us, and really share the story. So I hope people continue to feel inspired and and uplifted and more important than anything, just to be kind to each other. We're only here for, you know, a short period of time.
2: Yes, 100 percent.
0: Alright, that is the show. We will be back on Saturday. Uh, if I do say so myself, it's an excellent episode and you won't want to miss it. Leave us a rating and review on an Apple podcast if you like what you heard today and tell your friends about us. Follow us on Twitter at icymi_pod, underscore pod. And of course, you can always send us an email at icymi@slate.com. at slate.com. We might have you on the show. I might email you back.
1: ICYMI is produced by me, Daniel Schrader. Our supervising producer is Derek John. Forrest Wickman and Allegra Frank are Slate Culture editors. Gabe Roth is editorial director of audio. See you online
0: or in your LinkedIn view history. Daniel.
1: <laughs> okay, we can cut that out if you want to, if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no.